September marks the start of National Bourbon Heritage Month. We celebrate. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva. Introducing the new Camacho Nicaragua. Forged in fire, harnessing the wild flavors of Nicaragua. Camacho, live loud. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Real. Connecticut rapper comes to Gurkha. Mild, creamy, and smooth. GurkhaCigars.com. Welcome to Bold Alpha, celebrating alpha male lifestyle maneuvers and unabashed commentary alpha dave the general your alpha male in chief front and center from command center alpha a classified location somewhere on the north american continent and i can tell you where i am right now outside beautiful breeze the temperature now is in the low 70s no humidity a perfect way to start september and a perfect way to start national bourbon heritage month when i think of september I think of two things, football and National Bourbon Heritage Month. And on Bold Alpha, we will celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month by tasting and discussing bourbon, as well as other American whiskeys, and broadening your horizons, educating you on American whiskey and bourbons. First up, National Bourbon Heritage Month is an observance in the United States that calls for celebrating bourbon as America's native spirit the entire month of September. Back on August 2nd, 2007, the United States Senate, under a bill sponsored by Republican Senator Jim Bunning of Kentucky, where there are more bourbon barrels aging than there are people, declared September 2007 as National Bourbon Heritage Month, and every year in September, the United States celebrates bourbon. Bourbon. People, many people know they've tasted it, but they're not familiar with what exactly bourbon is, what the requirements are. There are legal requirements in order for a spirit to be called bourbon. First up, bourbon, a type of American whiskey. Bourbon is a whiskey. Now, you can have whiskeys that are not bourbon, but every bourbon is a whiskey. It is a barrel-aged distilled spirit made primarily from corn. Now, there are some various controversies as to where did the name bourbon originate. Some people say it's derived from the French Bourbon dynasty. Other people say it's from Bourbon County in Kentucky. Other people, Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Bourbon has been distilled since the 18th century. But bourbon was not applied, the name bourbon, until the 1850s. And bourbon, to be legally called bourbon... According to United States law, it must be produced in the United States, number one, number two, from at least 51% corn, and number three, it must be aged and stored in a new charred oak barrel. So for bourbon to be officially, legally named bourbon, it must meet those requirements. For example, if a mash, the mash bill is 49% corn, it's not bourbon. If a American whiskey, an American whiskey is aged in anything but a charred oak barrel, a new charred oak barrel, it may not be called bourbon. So we must have 51% corn. It must be produced in the United States, and it must be aged in a new charred oak 
barrel. That's the basics for bourbon. Now, bourbon, everybody thinks, must be distilled in Kentucky. That is not true. Bourbon can be manufactured in any state in the United States. And what we've seen with the craft distilling movement over the last 10 years is an explosion of distilleries that have popped up, craft distilleries in Maine, in New York, in Florida, in Montana, in Colorado, in California, every state, virtually every state, I believe every state in the United States has a distillery that produces bourbon. And when people think about bourbon, many people do not realize that corn is a very sweet element of bourbon. If you were to have just the juice when it comes out, when the distilled product, the distillate from the mash bill comes out, when it is distilled before it goes into the charred oak barrels, if you were to taste it, you would absolutely notice the sweetness of the corn. So bourbon as a spirit has a uniquely sweet type of characteristic. Now, there are other American whiskeys that are made that are not bourbon. You can have rye whiskey. There are wheat whiskeys, but they may not be called bourbon unless, as we said, 51% corn in the mash bill and it is aged in a new charred oak barrel. So those are the basics for bourbon. Now people say, well, wait a minute, General, how about Jack Daniels? I love Jack Daniels. Is that a bourbon? Well, yes and no. Technically, it is a bourbon because 51% of the mash bill is corn, and it is aged in new charred oak barrels. However, Jack Daniels and other Tennessee whiskeys use what they call the Lincoln County process, where they take the aged bourbon, the bourbon comes out of the barrel after it is aged in the rickhouse, and they filter it through a maplewood charcoal process, which removes much of the the corn oil that is naturally within the bourbon. So technically, yes, Tennessee whiskey, Jack Daniels, Gentleman Jack, is indeed a bourbon. However, people in Tennessee say, not so fast. While it does meet the requirements, we prefer to call it Tennessee whiskey. So whether you get Jim Beam, or you get Jack Daniels, or you get Gentleman Jack, or you get your favorite bourbon from a craft distillery, it is is bourbon. So now we know the basics of bourbon as we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month. And before we take our first taste today of a very unique bourbon, let me tell you about a cigar that would go beautifully with a nice full-flavored bourbon or American whiskey or even a rye whiskey. And I'm talking about the brand new Camacho Nicaragua cigar. Forged in fire, some things cannot be tamed. And when we think about some of these cigar tobaccos that come from Nicaragua, especially some of the tobaccos that come from the volcanic island of Ometepe in Nicaragua, you think about rich, full, sweet, spicy, oaky flavors that come from that volcanic soil. And Camacho has created the Camacho Nicaragua. It uses an Ecuadorian wrapper a Honduran binder, but the filler is from Nicaragua, Honduras, and the Dominican Republic. But what makes the Camacho Nicaragua so unique is the fact that they do use an incredible cigar tobacco that comes from Ometepe, which gives it a very nice, hearty, rich flavor, some nice notes of sweetness, 
even maybe a little bit of cinnamon deep down in the back of the palate, but you get a sweet, spicy, oaky flavor just launched. Go to your cigar retailer and check out the brand new Camacho Nicaragua, Camacho Live Loud, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Let me tell you about the bourbon that I'm going to enjoy today. I've got a bottle in my hot little hands, hot big hands, I should say. And this is a unique craft bourbon from the Hudson Valley of New York State. I don't say upstate New York because to me, upstate is from really right around Utica, Rome to Buffalo. That is upstate New York. If you ask a New Yorker what's upstate, Yonkers to them is upstate. Anything 15 minutes north of Manhattan is upstate. Wrong. That's still downstate New York. Upstate is from Buffalo all the way over to Utica, Rome. So this spirit I have, the Hill Rock Estate Distillery Solara Aged Bourbon Whiskey, is actually distilled and aged in Ancrum, New York, which is in the Hudson Valley. Very unique story behind Hill Rock and some of the founders. Hill Rock traces its, uh, its, its roots back to the early 1800s. New York at the time, New York State, produced more than half of the young nation's barley and rye, and the Hudson Valley was the country's breadbasket. People don't realize that. That at the time, the agricultural epicenter of the United States, the fledgling United States in the early 1800s, was New York State. With an abundance of high-quality grain, spirits flourished. And there were over 1,000 farm distilleries that produced whiskey and gin at the time. And in the 1930s, Prohibition put the kibosh on that. But Hill Rock Estate Distillery began about eight years ago. And the, there are two local founders, and they went to go see one of the giants in distilling, Dave Pickerell, the late Dave Pickerell, who we have had on the, our, our brother show, the Cigar Dave Show, many times. And we had him on for a full interview just uh, a, a short time before his untimely passing. But there are two founders of Hill Rock, Jeffrey Baker, Kathy Franklin. They got together with Dave Pickerell, who's known or was known as the Johnny Appleseed of distilling. Because what he did, Dave was really the man behind, the founding father, if you will, of craft distilling. And for many years, he was the master distiller at Maker's Mark over 14 years. And I love Maker's Mark, and we will sample Maker's Mark throughout the uh, the course of National Bourbon Heritage Month on Bold Alpha. I love the Makers 46, the regulars makers, the regular Makers Mark, very, very smooth. Can't go wrong. But some of the distilleries that he helped launch, Garrison Brothers Distillery in Texas, they make fantastic whiskeys. Um, the other is Whistlepig, which is a boutique manufacturer up, I think, in New Hampshire or Vermont, and many others along the way. He was the go-to guy for craft distilling. If you wanted to make bourbon American whiskey, you went to Dave Pickerell. And about a month after we had Dave on the show in 2018, we did a full one-hour in-depth interview with him that we will replay during National Bourbon Heritage Month on Bold Alpha. One month later, while he was in San Francisco, he passed away unexpectedly from heart failure. He was a wonderful gentleman. He was an incredible, 
incredibly talented at master distilling, really respected, loved by all, gave us plenty of time, couldn't have been nicer. He was the man that got together with Hill Rock, but they wanted to do something very unique at Hill Rock. They did not want to just make a typical bourbon whiskey. They did something very unique. They created what they call the Solera Aged Bourbon Whiskey. So what is Solera Aging? It's very unique. Solera is a stack of barrels where a small portion of whiskey is removed periodically and new whiskey added. No barrel is ever fully emptied and age and complexity gradually increase over time. What they do is they take small barrel-aged Hill Rock Estate bourbon with mature seed bourbon before finishing in 20-year-old Oloroso sherry casks. It adds unique flavors, adds layers of complexity, and the average age of the Hill Rock Solera bourbon is over six years, and the rye content is 37%, 51% corn at least, but it has a high rye content. So you'll get a little bit of spiciness, but what is unique about this Hill Rock Solera aged bourbon whiskey is it has the spiciness, but it also has some sweetness. I'm going to pour some in a nice cognac snifter here. Beautiful, very big bottle. And right on the bottle, it says handcrafted estate Solera aged bourbon whiskey, Hudson Valley, New York. It is 46.3% alcohol by volume. So we're looking at a proof of about 92%. And beautiful, nice caramel color. Mm, wonderful notes of raisins, dried fruit, a little sherry, a little vanilla on the nose. Let me say cheers. We'll take a sip here. Mmm. Beautiful. Nice notes of oak. You can definitely get the taste, the notes of the sherry. And this reminds me of one of my favorite single malt scotches that I very much enjoy that also use the similar type of process where they take it from regular casks, from oak casks, and then transfer into sherry casks or rum casks. Very, very pleasant. This is a wonderful, wonderful spirit as I take another sip. Mm. Fantastic. Now, I will tell you that a 750 milliliter bottle of the Hill Rock Estate Solera Aged Bourbon is not inexpensive. You're looking at about, oh, I would say 94. 95 maybe even $100, depending on where you go. But just a very nice flavored, uh, or not flavored, just nice flavoring coming off the off the, uh, the bourbon. And this, I will tell you that this would go with a nice medium-bodied cigar. Even a full-flavored cigar definitely cannot go wrong. But a very, very nice mm, American whiskey, which is legally a bourbon, and I will tell you that Balvini, one of my favorite single malt scotch brands, they do the same type of aging method where they take when the when the the whiskey is aged in the front or the old well I shouldn't say old barrels but they are old barrels they are they take the American oak barrels they purchase from many of the bourbon distillers in the United States they age their scotch whiskey and then they take it out for secondary aging in other barrels and you really get a very unique type of 
taste, flavor profile, sweetness, just unique tastes on the palate. So very, very nice. And I'll tell you a cigar that would go beautifully with this particular Hill Rock. It would be the Gurkha Real. Gurkha came out with the Gurkha Real about two years ago, a year or two ago. A Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper, Dominican binder, and they use some very nice fillers, Criollo 98, Criollo 98 uh, Seco and Lajero from the Dominican Republic. Very pleasant cigar. It's medium-bodied, very creamy, notes of vanilla. This would pair beautifully with this Hill Rock Solera Age Bourbon Whiskey. Now, the entire month of Bourbon Heritage Month here on Bold Alpha, we will be tasting various bourbons and American whiskeys. We celebrate American whiskey. And I can tell you that when we started celebrating Bourbon Heritage Month on our brother show, the Cigar Dave Show, going back over 20 years ago, there wasn't the explosion with craft distilleries all over the country that produce great bourbons and American whiskeys. But over the last 10 years, and especially the last five years, I literally could taste a new bourbon or American whiskey every day of the year, 365 days a year, and still not hit every craft and artisanal distillery, as well as regular large distillery in the United States. That's how the craft distilling boom has just exploded over the last five to ten years. And one of the things that I always suggest, if you don't know what to buy, go into your favorite spirit store. Get about five people together and say, look, we need everybody to kick in 50 bucks. Get five people for $250. You can go buy yourself three or four different bourbons, American whiskeys. You may not know what you're doing. You may not know anything. Just pick four different ones and do a vertical tasting. Now, over the next month, we will give you guidance here on Bold Alpha. So throughout the entire month of September, we'll feature various American whiskeys, various bourbons. And then at the end of the month, we always do our tradition. We do a big, a very large bourbon and American whiskey tasting where we feature anywhere between 15 to 20 different American whiskeys and bourbons, and we will do so to end Bourbon Heritage Month. And then we go into Oktoberfest, where we celebrate various beers. So we've got some great, we've got really two months of great shows where we'll be featuring American whiskey, bourbons, and then going into various beers. So if you want to educate yourself. If you want to increase your knowledge of American whiskeys and bourbons and beers, Bold Alpha. So make sure you subscribe. Tell at least five people you know about Bold Alpha, as well as our brother podcast, the Cigar Dave Show podcast. And make sure you hit the subscribe button and give us a rating. Will you? Five stars for the five-star general. That would only be appropriate. So I say to you as we wrap things up on this first edition for September 2020 of Bold Alpha celebrating National Bourbon Heritage Month. I'll take another sip of my Hill Rock Solera Age Bourbon Whiskey and say cheers to you. Life is good. <laughs>